goes to West Virginia and wins the way they do, does that catch your attention? Uh, yeah, but they but they caught my they have always caught our attention and, and uh, certainly uh, you know we we end up winning the game by one point down there you know in a, in a you know back and forth game so we know that they're capable and and, uh, uh, and they usually play very well in our building uh, we've been we've been fortunate we won but they usually play us very well here so and 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 they're good I mean what are they ranked right now this week uh, uh, I don't know exactly what they are. 16th in the country, so and they're projected to be like a four seed, so uh, uh, they're certainly capable of beating anybody. Their zone's a little different. What's, what are the keys against their zone? Going against theirs? Uh, well, I, you know, I think there's you, you got to get in gaps, and you got to be able to get the ball flat, and they do a great job uh, keeping you from getting the ball flat. So, and, and then, of course, you want to be able to attack the middle of it. Uh, 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 which I think that's probably the key aspect of attacking any zone. Uh, but the big thing is that if, if they pressure out high on the wings, which really discourages you getting the ball flat or throwing the ball inside, and, and if, if that's something that keeps you from doing it, then they win. If, if it's not, then you have you know hopefully have a chance to attack their zone better. But you still got to make some shots. George, does it feel like Wayne has turned a corner the last handful of games? And can you remember having a guy that's such a tough shot maker? Uh, a tough shot maker. Taking tough shots from long distance. Uh, well, I mean, he's. I think Brandon Green has uh, jumps up and makes probably more guarded shots than anybody we've had. But but Wayne Wayne Wayne, you know, has played very very well. But the, the whole thing is, it's, it's such a, a misleading deal. If you if you study our team, Wayne hasn't shot the ball terrible behind the arc all year long. I mean, he's been above thirty five percent. Uh, which 40% would be considered shooting excellent, uh, uh, or, or you know, so so he hasn't shot it great, but where where Wayne has labored is shooting the ball inside the arc. That that's where his percentages are way down is is inside the arc, and and uh, you know hopefully he's going to become a guy that 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 shoots it consistently inside the arc like he has from beyond the perimeter because he's. He's been on a roll beyond the perimeter, similar to what you know. Everybody talks about Brandon being on a roll, but really Wayne shot the ball in the last five or six games, ever been as good as Brandon. Uh, um, but yeah, he, you know, I, I, I still don't say, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if you really call making threes hard shots uh, uh, because guys are draped all over you. Because you usually don't shoot perimeter shots if if guys are draped all over you. What what I would consider. Uh, really making hard shots or, you know, guys are shots that were probably uh, closer to the basket and, and uh, shots off the bounce rather than off the catch and things like that. And, and that's something that we can all do a better job of, especially our big guys. Is it, is it just reps or, or him working it out, or is there something you can do coaching-wise to, to help Wayne? Well, I, you know, I, don't, I hate to take credit, but I think it's been coaching <laughs> without question. No, it's, it's, it's just him getting confidence. It's just him – Getting in the gym and and, and, and and getting a lot of reps, uh, uh, you know I I don't know about many sports, but everybody goes through phases where you you don't play as well, your confidence is a little rattled or or whatnot, and you just got to try to find your way to grind through it. And the best way to grind through it is to see the ball go in the hole. And the best way you do that is through repetition. So he has done a good job working on it, though. And 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 Sean, to your point, he is shooting it a lot better. But I don't think he ever shot it as bad as what a lot of people assumed outside the arc. It was mainly, you know, inside the arc. His two-point shooting wasn't very good. Well, he's, he's a pretty physical guy, or at least
least has the body. Do you think? Do you think maybe he profile is kind of a better finisher? Around yeah, yeah. I, that that's my point. I I, I think that uh, uh, with that body and, and being able to get inside of people. Uh, uh, I would think that he'd probably be a better finisher in closer to the basket. But, you know, this is the one thing that, that happens with players. You know, sometimes when you don't do something really well, you tend not to uh, do that as much. And, and so right now, to me, Wayne is at a point in his career and with his game where he can become more complete than he ever has been because now he can use the shot to set up getting inside people. Whereas before, he was probably just looking to shoot the ball if that makes sense at all. So I'm excited for him. Coach, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, uh, you referenced Sybil and your team. Personalities? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you still feel the same way? You see any stabilization there? You... Well, I, I, yeah, I still feel the same way. Uh, 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 you, know, even, you know, the last two games we've been pretty good in one half, awful half. Uh, uh, average at best a half and then great the next half. Uh, uh, so I still think that, you know, that we're, we're a little bit uh, split personality, uh, so to speak. Uh, but, but uh, you know, I, I also think a lot of that's youth and, and uh, a lot of it is, is some things that we, we won't control. But I do think there's a, a percentage of it that we can control to become more consistent. And, and you know, we've said the same thing. We've, we've uh, preached the same thing all year long as what – we feel like this team needs to do to become become more consistent, and certainly, hopefully, we're gaining on it. But but uh, but it's still you know uh, it can change from from timeout to timeout almost. It's it's a uh, it's it's been a, a little bit frustrating. But on the flip side, when we're playing well, it's been very rewarding too. I mean, because because we, we we're a team that can do both. You know, I told our team, you know, obviously we can beat anybody in our league, best league in the country. But obviously, we can look really bad against maybe some of the teams that aren't the best, and, and uh, uh, so so our 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 room for for errors, I mean, is so high. I mean, is so high and so low. I mean, we can play at the highest level, and we can play at the lowest level, and and uh, you know what causes that? And I think it's pretty consistent what causes that. Well, a lot of people say that a long two shot is kind of headed toward extinction. Either you want to score at the rim and a high yeah, percentage yeah. shot, or through. Yeah, I think we actually have a decent in-between team. Yeah. You know, I thought Wiggs was a good in-between player for the most part. Uh, uh, but I, that's one thing. Wayne's a pretty good uh, in-between in shooter, uh, or, or, or hasn't been consistently a shooter, but he's pretty good at getting his own shot off two feet. I, I tell you, if, if you really study it, like when you play one-on-one -on -one, uh, uh, in the summertime, you should never be allowed to shoot the shot off one foot. You should always play one-on-one -on -one and have to shoot off two feet because that's more realistic because that is not getting all the way to the hole, so to speak, because right now it's three or get all the way to the hole, as you say, and people don't practice that in-between game. And and uh, that's something that we, we try to do. I think Frank's a pretty good in-between uh, guy. I, I think that, that Wayne can be. Uh, uh, I think Kelly has his moments where he can be. I think BG has his moments where he can be. Uh, which were probably a little bit better than that than what we have been in, in, in years past. Is that shot opening up a little bit more as teams guard the perimeter or, or slough down in the post? Well, I think that when people, you know, depending on how you, how you, you guard, but uh, a lot of people will, will, will try to chase you off the line. If they chase you off the line, now it becomes real important that you can, uh, uh, you know, penetrate the pitch or penetrate the score. And so, yeah, I, I do think that there's, there's still a, a – a need and, and still a huge reason on why we need to keep working individually on our game to to uh, 
to, to do that better because uh, uh, against real teams, you don't get all the way to the basket that often. Why was Rico so effective the first game? What, did he take what was his stats the first game? Yeah, he had like 15 rebounds, didn't he? And and huh? had 14 rebounds. Well, the the the, the uh, I'm disappointed, Gary, that you didn't know that off the top of your head, because usually you ask questions that you know the answers to. So so, uh, 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 but but I but I you know what? Nine and 14 is average for him. I mean he he's he's averaging 14 rebounds a game or whatnot. So, you know him him getting 14 rebounds a game is well at least he get didn't get 20. You know. Uh, uh, I think he's played himself into the conversation for player of the year in our league. Uh, um, you know, I still think there's a lot of work to be done and a ton of games left and everything. But when you start talking about who our best five performers in our league so far, I don't see how you can keep him off the mini list uh, based on what he's done. But he, he's, a, he's a monster in there. He does a great job of going after every ball. Coach, what's something that you can take from the last meeting with Baylor and try to improve on for Saturday's match? Well, one would be, you know, doing a better job on him, uh, uh, you know, trying to keep him off the offensive glass. It's hard to keep a guy off the defensive glass. I mean, that's – you're not going to do that. So, but trying to keep a guy off the offensive glass, maybe we can do some things uh, to improve that. Uh, and then and then, I thought the first half, even though it was like a two-point game at halftime, something like that, but I didn't think we attacked their zone well at all the first half, at all. And, and I thought we missed guys that were open and – and uh, something that I, I think we got to be do is we got to be we got to be able to get the ball to the open man on time on target because in any zone or any defense there are openings, but the openings don't, don't last forever. And, and we got to do a better job of, of having the confidence to get the ball where it needs to go. Coach, you had um, nice things to say about uh, Coach Smith and Coach Tarkanian, and I think a lot of us are probably surprised at the relationship that you maintained with Coach Tarkanian. Oh yeah, we were when, close. When you, when in, in, in the coaching fraternity, when you develop those relationships, what do you what do you get out of it? Do you guys talk basketball X's and O's, or is it more of a general? Uh, they with, know they're going through what you've gone through and that kind of thing. Well, with Tark, I was a uh, uh, a regular on his radio show. You know, he had his radio show there, and and uh, I don't know if it was in Fresno or it was, I think it was in Vegas, but I'm not positive. But I saw I was a regular on his show. Uh, um, and so, uh, you know, we talked ball then. And, and then when I was at Illinois after he retired, I had him come out there and hang out with us, watch practice, you know, and, and that stuff. And, and uh, But uh, he, he was unique to me. And I, I listened to Coach Beheim talk last night, and it made me uh, uh, reinforce what I said because this guy's, you know, won 78% of his games. I mean, he's, he, he knew what he's doing. And he recruited unbelievable players. But, but he was so complimentary to all other coaches. Like Jim last night was talking about how he used to say, God, you guys are so good. How do you get them to play that way and all that stuff? And Jim's teams were 24 and 10, and he was 35 and 2. And, 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 but he did the same thing with, with us all the time. God, oh, I love watching you play. Jeez, I don't see how you guys guard like that. And, of course, he's coached the best defensive teams ever in college basketball. So uh, I, I, thought it was, uh, I thought he was unique in that he was very complimentary of other coaches. And, and when we when we played them, you know, my last I've probably told you this, my last team at Tulsa lost five games. All five were at the buzzer, last possession. We lost five games on the last possession. Three of them were to Fresno State. And he came in our locker room after they beat us at their place in their tournament. Uh, uh, and they made some shot to win by one or two, whatever it was. And uh, I think it was a three from the corner. 
Terrence Roberson, but who remembers that kind of stuff? But but made a three to win the conference tournament at the buzzer, and uh, he asked me after the game, can I come talk to your team? And uh, he got in and talked to my team. He said, I just want to tell you guys, God, I love watching you guys play. Now, we beat you three times, but this is the only three games we played worth of crap all year long. I mean, just going on and on and on. God, you guys are so good and so much fun to watch. And, man, I, God, you guys can go the Final Four. I love your team. Hey, just be encouraged. I mean, but he was one of those kind of guys that, 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 that always was very complimentary of other players. Uh, I don't know. You know, Scott's had a great run in, in, in Waco, but I think I think he and his staff have done a great job. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's had some other really good jobs too. I mean, they've been to two elite eights and and that kind of stuff. So so, uh, but they've done a really nice job, without question. Coach, do you have any uh, update comment on the, that story in the Peoria paper yesterday on the air? Uh, yeah, I tell you what, we're gonna we're, we I've been working on that and and. Uh, 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 you know, I found out about it yesterday, and uh, which is disappointing, and and uh, we're working on it right now, and we'll have a release out. I would say hopefully sometime this afternoon because we're still trying to gather some stuff, and and uh, and uh, and of course there 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 will be there will be uh, uh, things that we need to do, you know, that kind of stuff uh, uh, certainly, and uh, you know I'm, I'm but I but I am I am disappointed. Uh, uh, But on one front, I mean, just to be real candid, I'm, I'm disappointed on one. Front. I didn't know about it. You know, I love the guy, and 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 the, and the fact that I didn't know about it, regardless of what circumstances surrounded it, is 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 uh, disappointing to me. So so, uh, but but we're working on it, and we'll 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 handle it like we should. He'll handle it like he should, and and uh, and move forward. But but uh, but you'll know more this afternoon. Perry needs three points to get a thousand. <coughs> Well, I hope he, like I said last night on my show, hope we're playing Baylor, and he's going to need to get more than three. So, uh, uh, but I, I, I think that uh, it is a great accomplishment. You know, there's not as many kids doing that in today's time as what there was before because kids don't stay for three or four years. But, you know, if he were to stay here all four years, he could be in that 1,500 range possibly, and which would be a great accomplishment, for, you know, to be one of the top 20 scores in school history, which would be a great accomplishment at a, at a place like this, but, but, uh, or that would put him in that vicinity. But, but uh, certainly uh, proud of Perry and, and uh, certainly hope it happens early, early in the first half uh, uh, Saturday. Coach, you said earlier this season you wouldn't tell us who was going to start. But in light of the way Cliff played the other day, are you pleased with his overall performance in that game yes, yeah I thought he played fine you know he's he didn't exactly I don't know if you watched if you saw the very first minute he probably didn't start the game off the way you, you would hope he would uh, he had a hard time determining that that maybe uh, somebody in the fifth row wasn't wearing a Kansas jersey or something because he made two really bad passes but but he was nervous and uh, but I thought he did fine, and and, and I, I'm I'm pleased with Jamari. But we need we need something a little bit different. We we, we need some more girth. We we need a, we need a bigger presence, and and Jamari has really done a, a a nice job for the most part all year long in doing what he can do. But physically, he's limited uh, to be that small and, and to have to play the five. So so uh, uh, I thought Cliff did well. Cliff will be in the starting lineup. Uh, 
uh, moving forward as long as, uh, uh, you know, nothing changes. But, but, uh, but you just you never know uh, uh, what's going on or how, how, how ebbs and flows go. But, but uh, I, I thought he played pretty well the other night. In a way, does this force your team even mentally, to just think more inside. You know what? Well, I don't think so. I I, I don't I don't think so. Uh, we 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 need to throw it inside more, but we can throw it inside more and, and and be passers out of it than we can be scores. I mean, you can play inside out and shoot a ton of threes just as long as the ball touches the paint. Uh, uh, you know that kind of stuff. So, you know, I I think that I think Cliff is an easier presence to throw it to because he's bigger. And and uh, hopefully we'll get some some points out of it, uh, but you know even though a different guy starts, I'm not sure minutes necessarily are, are affected a ton because so much of that's dependent on fouls. But but uh, I'm hoping from this point forward, if if Cliff plays like he's capable of playing, can be a you know a, a close to a 25 minute a game guy for us uh, that can give us some numbers. Uh, uh, and if that's the case, then our team will get better. Are you been? We've been surprised sometimes that a lot's been made of three-point shooting. I know, but how good you guys have been in stretches, and I know a lot of yeah. it has to do with Green and the way he shot. Well, and, and Wayne. I mean, they yeah. both shot the heck out of it. Uh, uh, and if you go back and look at it, we've shot the ball well from three. And Frank and Kelly, Frank until a couple of games ago, and and uh, uh, against up until Oklahoma State, Frank and Kelly were both shooting under twenty-five percent from three. In conference play, but we still shot a great percentage in large part because of, uh, uh, you know, Wayne and, and 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 Brandon. But yeah, it, it I don't think it surprised me that we're a good three point shooting team or have been, but it's surprising that we've reeled off some pretty good numbers in three point shooting in certain games. I'm mean, making your first eight against Oklahoma. Uh, you know, what were we like six or seven the other night? Something like that. The second half. And, and then I watch Iowa State play at Oklahoma, and heck, they start the game out nine of eleven or whatever uh, from three. So, uh, you know, I, I, I you, you, you shouldn't evaluate your team based on well, if we make shots, we play good; if we miss shots, we play poorly. But the reality of it is, you got to make shots, and, and 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 everything looks so much better when you do. And and uh, but we are shooting it; we are shooting it. Knock on wood, more consistently. Well, than probably what I think most coaches would envision. Uh, I don't think anybody envisions oh, we're going to shoot 50% from three uh, uh, and make 11 or make 10, whatever the numbers are. But that's certainly been the case the last couple of games. How important is defensive rebounding just first having this game against them? Well, you know, uh, we we become an average rebounding team. I mean, we were. Uh, there's periods of time during the season we've been very good. There's periods of time we've been poor. We've kind of been, I would say, in league play, an average rebounding team. And, and, and uh, certainly uh, uh, where I think that we've struggled the most, you know, we, we haven't been ridiculously big the way we play. And, and, and uh, uh, hopefully we're going to get a little bigger and, and, and be a little bit better on the defensive end. But, you know, you can tell if a team is a good rebounding team defensively based on the percentage of – of offensive rebounds they give up. And, and I think we're in the middle of the pack, if I'm not mistaken, J Jesse, with, with that stat, since you're the analytics guy around here. So we're in the middle of the pack with, with, with that stat. And, and, and the really good rebounding teams are, you know, giving up less than, are getting at least 70% of the, uh, of the, of the misses. 
and, and right now I think we're about at 65%. So uh, that's that's may not seem like a substantial number, but it is pretty significant, and, and it's going to be real important against Baylor because Baylor arguably because of one guy, and then you have two guys go block out the one guy, which they give other people free pass the basket, things like that. They're, they're as good offensive rebounding team as maybe we have in America. What's it like to coach Perry? Um, Perry's great. You know, Perry is a, he can be frustrating at times because I want him to, you know, and, and, uh, but he's a great kid and he's, and he's fun to coach. And he's, uh, uh, his personality has really come out, I think, in the last year or so. And, and, uh, uh, you know, he's a stud. He, he, he's a stud and he's been a great ambassador for our, for our university and for our program and he'll continue to do so. So going back to Cliff, what changed to get him into the starting line? Uh, I be honest. I didn't think that uh, we had been playing. It wasn't Cliff. It wasn't that Cliff had done so well. It wasn't that uh, anything. It was something that I just think our our team needed. It wasn't that Jamari had done so poorly. It was just the fact that we we needed a bigger presence. Uh, uh, is what our team needed, and so uh, that's what we're going to. That's that's the direction that I thought we should go. And, and uh, but but you guys make way too big a deal out of who starts. But that that's what we're. That's what we're going to do, and that's what our team, I feel, feel like needs to be as good as we can be later on is, is, is develop more of an inside presence, room protector, uh, defensive rebounder, or whatever that means. Well, I think, you know, I, I hadn't thought about that, but... <coughs> You know, but you, you 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 know somebody from Oklahoma State's got to be there. Forte or Nash, uh, uh, you know, Buddy Hill obviously is going to be there. Uh, uh, Rico obviously uh, needs to be there, and you know somebody from Iowa State, you know, George probably needs to be there. And then you know, Staten was the player of the year in the league last year. What else? You know, he's he's going to be right there. There there there's numerous guys, and I think we got a couple of guys that are deserving of mention, but. But uh, uh, and there's more. I, I didn't mention everybody. There's more. Uh, uh, but I, I think to get it down to five, I think you probably should wait and see how this how the season plays out and and who does well in the league moving forward. Because uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh, so much of of of, uh, of all uh, postseason honors based on stats, and sometimes that's a little misleading based on the type of team you're on and that kind of stuff. But I I, I think. You know, Frank and Perry would both deserve mention with us. So I, I, there's got to be ten guys that you would think that would, uh, or twelve that would have a chance to be in the conversation right now. 